Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Interior coffee shop day, a trendy coffee shop somewhere in Los Angeles. John sits with his client Amanda, early 30s, wiping croissant flakes off her shirt. Amanda, God, I'm a mess. John, yeah, pastries are my weakness too. Amanda, if I could stop eating bread, my life would be perfect. Seriously. John, how's it going with Steve? Amanda, he ended it. John, oh, I'm sorry. Amanda, whatever, he was vegan. I wasn't even that into him. John, Did he give you a reason? Amanda. He said I'm not ready for a relationship. I think he was scared and projecting his own fears onto me. He's the one that's not ready. John. This is the third guy in the last six months who says you're not ready. What do you think about that? Amanda. It's these fucking croissants. I've gained 20 pounds. John. You think it's your weight? Amanda. Men like skinny bitches. John. Where are you with Kyle? Amanda. I don't know. I still don't know why he cheated. John, I thought he told you. Amanda, that's bullshit. He's been drunk many times without me and never stuck his dick in someone else. A few patrons look over. John, what does it mean to you to find out why he cheated? Amanda, what do you mean? John, what if you found out that him cheating on you had nothing to do with you? That it had to do with him escaping or hiding or running, or not wanting to work on the relationship. Amanda thinks about this for a second. Amanda, then it would mean it wasn't my fault. Then she looks out the window as tears well. Amanda, that I'm not a piece of shit. Thank you for the acting. I know it wasn't that great. <laughs> Amanda couldn't close this because she was trying. She was tying the fact that her ex, Kyle, cheated on her She was tying that to her worth. And I think so many of us do that, right? She needed to know why Kyle cheated so she can prove to herself that she had value, that she was a good partner, that she was lovable. But most importantly, that she was not like her mother, who her father cheated on multiple times. And Amanda doesn't have, didn't have respect for her mother, and her mother was abusive to her, and it was one of her biggest fears. So the fact that her ex, Kyle, cheated on her was not only a trigger, but it somehow meant that she was like her mom, and that's something that she doesn't want to be, right? It's one of her greatest fears. Um, but also, this idea that she needed to know why he cheated, and of course we all would, but not having that final puzzle piece left this unclosed, and by this being unclosed, she wasn't able to be present in other relationships, um, and because of that, they all ended. So, I wanted to read something to you about closure, and it's this. Um, social psychologist Ari, God, I'm going to screw up this name, Kruglansky started using the phase 
quote-unquote need for closure in the 1990s. He was referring to a framework for decision-making that aims to find an answer on a given topic that will alleviate confusion and ambiguity. That's Psychology Today 2018. Ari explains that when we seek closure, we are looking for answers as to the cause of a certain loss in order to resolve the painful feelings it has created. In doing so, we appear to form a mental puzzle of what happened, examining each piece and its relationship to the overall puzzle. Closure is achieved when we are satisfied that the puzzle has been assembled to our satisfaction, that the answers have been reached, and it is therefore possible to move on. Now, here's the thing about life. Um, We don't always find our puzzle pieces, right? We don't know why someone cheated on us or the relationship didn't work or why someone hurt us or lied to us. Uh, A lot of this is not (laughs) explained. And it doesn't matter if your uh, expired relationship was peaceful and you guys are still friends or whatever the reason. Like not, uh, not, wait, 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 I don't mean whatever the reason. I mean, that even if things are good, even if things didn't end toxic, it doesn't mean that you're going to have all the answers, right? And and if you think of closure, if you define closure as having the answers, knowing what happened, then it can keep you stuck. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. And we all know that when you give a gift... Giving someone something that you have made or something that requires a skill goes a lot further than just buying someone something, right? Well, this year, this holiday season, get creative and learn how to make the perfect handmade gift with Skillshare's online classes. What is Skillshare? Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning, with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Community, that's really important, right? So you're not doing this alone. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. So one of my favorite classes, and don't laugh, is called Plants at Home. Now, I have a really uh, zero talent when it comes to creating spaces that make you feel calm and uh, connect to yourself. So this class, Plants at Home, Uplift Your Spirits and Your Space by Christopher Geffen uh, is now one of my favorites because now I know how to um, make spaces the way that I make a little treehouse in my house. So I'm going to give you something today because I want you to give a gift that means more. I want you to get creative and learn how to make the perfect handmade gift this holiday season. Go to Skillshare.com forward slash angry, A-N-G-R-Y, and get a free trial of premium membership. Skillshare is incredibly affordable, especially when it compared to like the pricey in-person classes and workshops. Um, the, the annual subscription is less than 10 bucks. So go to Skillshare.com forward slash angry, A-N-G-R-Y, and get a free trial of premium membership. Let this be the year that uh, you give the gift of thoughtfulness, of your uniqueness. You give the gift of you.
And I want to remind you that closure isn't necessarily a door, it can be a bridge. And what I mean by that is uh, it's not about opening doors and finding answers and, and, and you know, when you open one door, you close the next. It's not, I don't think that's what closure is. I think closure is a process. I think closure is a journey. And I think sometimes uh, you feel it, you know, and I, and I think sometimes you don't. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about a, an expired relationship or the loss of someone, you know, a family member, a friend. Closure is a process, and that's what I mean when I say closure is a bridge uh, because I get a lot of clients who come see me because they want closure, right? They want to close that box and, and put a nice bow on it. They want to quote-unquote move on, um, and if you define closure as something that you need in order to close that box – and, and and you know what? I get it. Sometimes we do new things, right? We do – or we, we – we want things. We want an explanation. We want an apology. We want to know why. Um, what we don't get, what is not promised, are those things. You know, um, we can want those things, but it doesn't mean we're going to get them. And because we don't get them, a lot of us get stuck because then we feel that it's unclosed. And of course, with that, we have feelings. Uh, we start playing shit back. We have anger, resentment. Uh, all of that. All of that keeps us in kind of this uh, locked state, um, a lower frequency. You know, it also creates our um, our love stove <laughs> to be hot when when it's actually not, but we create that. So we become scared to love again. It's harder to trust people. Like all of that, right? So a new way to see closure is a decision to uh, move on. Right. And I think there is some looking back. Right. I think there is some examining the black box, what happened. I think what's important isn't to blame and to figure out why, but more to just like own your own stuff. What happened? What did you do or not do? And how can that make you um, better, either in the relationship you're in now or the one that you will be in and grow from it? And maybe closure is less about answers and more about discovering uh, and learning um, about yourself and if that's what closure looks like then it's a journey and if that's what closure looks like then you're on one and if that's what closure looks like then closure is a it's, it's a good thing you know it's not um, dependent on someone else um, then closure is in your own court meaning you have the power to close something you're not dependent on someone else and i think that's when you take the power back i think that's when you uh learn to uh, forgive or to let go or to live with or you know whatever that looks like for you uh to move on and to be more present now here's the thing we're never gonna forget right because we have memories um you can't like will yourself to forget something um we're always going to remember but there's a difference between remembering something and living in the past, right? There's a difference between not moving forward because you don't have answers to what happened or you are angry at someone or something isn't closed, something doesn't sit right. And of course, we uh, want to resolve that. And if we can, we should, you know, if um, someone is uh, able to sit down with us from our past and have a conversation or to explain or to apologize or maybe you need to do it to someone then that's great that's a gift but for many of us we don't have that luxury um, we are left 
uh, ghosted. <laughs> we are left with people not wanting to engage or respond, or we don't want to engage and, and respond because that relationship was toxic and we want to draw boundaries. And if that's the case, then you're going to need to, quote unquote, close this yourself. And so to see closure as a journey, um, as discovery, as learning uh, about love, learning about yourself, learning about other people, all of that stuff. And if that's your new definition of closure, then you have taken the power back. And closure now can be something that you work on your own um, without someone else. If you're not getting my text... Um, I'm actually talking about this episode because that was the theme of uh, the text this week. So I pick a theme and then I shoot out text throughout the week based on that theme. And uh, this week's theme was closure. And so that's what I wanted to, that's why I wanted to turn it into an episode. Anyway, if you um, are not getting my text, you can get them at theangrytherapist.com or just go to my Instagram at theangrytherapist and click on my bio link. I hope you are doing whatever you are doing to close whatever you need to close without hanging on someone else depending on someone else trying to find puzzle pieces that fit instead looking inward learning growing accepting letting go forgiving and moving on in a power-filled way where you could do it on your own or with a therapist or coach and not depending and not dependent on someone else Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I, and it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.